0: Welcome to Let's Get Weird with Lola, the podcast about business and mindset and everything in between. I'm Lola, the queen of weird, mother weirdo, as you may. I am the person you come to when you want to find what makes you unique, what makes you different and tap into that to create your whole business around it and to be able to build an empire that's profitable and that works for you rather than you slaving the day away into doing something that's not really resembling who you are. So get ready for this unedited podcast because we're diving in right now. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode. I'm so fucking excited to record this i think this is a first interview for let's get weird with lola and i'm so fucking excited to have this lady on we've been working together before a pandemic that was a long time ago not really it was back in january um she's been working with me for the past months and months now like i was saying since january and she had amazing amazing like everything that happened with her and just her energy, the way she is, the transformation in a business, which is fucking incredible. So I wanted to have her on the podcast so we could talk about like how to get from literally not knowing you want to be a coach to she signed her first like clients within three weeks. And now she's launching her group coaching program. That's just going to be the fucking tits. So, um, now we're working together privately and the transformation is fucking amazing. So uh without further ado, I want to you can't see her because this is a podcast, but um I have Linda the rising woman coach
1: with me on the podcast. Yay! Yay! How are you doing, girl? So good, so good, so high vibe. I love it. Yeah, tell
0: tell tell the people, tell the weirds um what you do. What's up? Your beautiful accent from New Zealand. (laughs) So tell a little bit what's your what's your tea? What's your do? What do you what is
1: what's your specialty? My specialty. So I'm helping women find their confidence again. uh, and so that they can make and trust their decision-making process. Uh, I found that for myself, I came out of a toxic relationship that really knocked my confidence. And it took a while to trust what I was doing was the right thing. I would go to other people, I would get like 20 opinions of advice and they never sat well with me. And I just, I just wanted to know that I was doing the right thing for myself and for my family. And so I went on a journey, I went through this process and I've come out the other side that I don't doubt myself. I know that whatever I decide is the right thing I've decided at the time that it's in. It depends on the information that you have, depends on your energy, yourself. Mm -hmm. And now I get to share that with other women and transform their lives so they can be their empowered self and do what's right for them. And of course, with that, they do what's right for their family and that's how they create their legacies.
0: And I love that so much because I feel, and it's something that I've struggled to when I first started my business. And even like, I call it, I'm an indecisive bitch. Like every single time I got to make a choice. Um, I'm always just like, I don't know. But I used to be like that nowadays I'm, I get to be better, but I even had um, an ex-boyfriend tell me one time to just like, could you just fucking decide on something? Because every time I was like, what do you want to do? It's like, I don't care because I truly didn't care because I didn't take the time to ask myself, what do I want? What does Lola want? And I feel it's something that we forget a lot. So, what was the thing that really helped you to kind of move past all of this to get from the point to like asking 20 people <laughs> their opinion before making a decision to actually flip into now you're like the badass bitch I
1: know? <laughs> therapy. 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 Yeah. Straight up therapy. Just picking that one independent person who is out of this situation who is trained and know what they're doing mm-hmm. so whether it be a psychologist a counselor a coach um just someone just have support yeah yeah and and they're not involved they're not emotionally involved mm-hmm. themselves yeah. um and finding someone that you really gel with so give a person three sessions and if it's not working for you, walk away, that's, that's mm-hmm. my top tip, yeah, um, because if it's not working for you, it's not working for them, and you're not going to get the results that you deserve,
0: you mm-hmm. I, mean, I love um, this, I love like three session, because I feel like sometimes people are nervous, or whatever, or let's just like you're not in a good day, they're not in a good day, and it's like, it's like a first date, a little bit, like you, you don't know, you don't know what's going on, so I like this system of, uh, of three, and does it, does it help you, because you're a certified counselor, right, mm-hmm, but does it help you to kind of see the like both sides of the medal as well when it's time for you to coach and help people and move through all of this and to create the path that you created for yourself and then be able to like, hey, ladies, look at this beautiful path that I made. You can come and join me over here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Although it never occurred to me when I needed counseling mm-hmm. to go to counseling. Yeah. I um, was just so so lost um and ashamed
0: yeah really? well, it's, it's a hard thing to ask for help it's the hardest thing to
1: do and because you have to you have to face yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there is and you're always your own harshest critic mm-hmm. um when we should be our you know most cheerleader supportive person to ourselves yeah um And so yeah, full disclosure. it just never occurred to me to actually go and get counseling. Someone was like, you need to go and talk to someone about this. And I did, and I still do. Mm -hmm. So I do maintenance sessions with my counselor and she's freaking amazing. And yeah, it does. And going through the process with her, kind of brought back all my training and like, oh yeah, I have the tools. And this is how it looks like, and this is how it works. Mm -hmm. And to go from there and just building on my strengths, knowing that things weren't my fault, knowing that I wasn't a bad person. Mm -hmm. And some of this stuff, yeah, it actually came from childhood. So I'm not just working through a toxic relationship. I'm I'm working through my life. (laughs) Yeah. We're more scarred than we think we are.
0: Like everyone as an adult... We got some fucked up shit in our childhood. And sometimes it's not like being thrown down a set of stairs, but it's just like the way people addressed us or the way that every single time we did something good or bad, our parents would react. So it's always the kind of, like, and I think it's, it's something that we don't really realize as well. And the more you, and this is why I fucking love mindset and just working on yourself. It's because you unleash all these things that you realize. And the biggest thing for me, like I talk all the time with clients and everything, and we've talked about this and everyone is just like money mindset. You think that you, you struggling right now, but it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Like the, the way that I have like issues is like, it's based on, and not necessarily issues like lacking of money, but just like, sometimes you have like trust issues and it's hard for you to spend money. And it's just like, and I'm not saying you as a, you as a person, but I just saying like, (laughs) as like, we're scarred from so many things (laughs) from our childhood. And again, it doesn't have to be something super fucking traumatic. It just gets to be every time you have like a good grade, your parents just go like, oh, that's good. And you're like, can we not like be excited or happy? And that just changes your entire life like and it's just I think it's so useful and I just encourage everyone if you're struggling with something go and reach out and get some help like it's the best thing you can do for yourself and I know it's the hardest thing to be vulnerable and to get out and get the fucking help but I think it's the most rewarding thing you can do and for me it's the thing that I appreciated the most was just my business because I was able not only to grow a business and get income and be able to work from home and wearing PJ pants, like 24 <laughs> seven. I also get to work on the person that I am, like the person that I'm becoming with my business. I'm like, oh, I love that bitch. <laughs> like who's she? She's pretty fucking cool. But like you were saying, like it's the point of asking the help and just getting out there. So what would you say was like the thing that helped you out, to get out there was the person that told you like just fucking go
1: get like go talk to someone bitch you you need the help yeah so um you know when someone says like so how are you and and that's just the floodgate and it could be just yeah. a person and not even the person that you think it's gonna be
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and you just burst into tears yeah
0: like the cashier yeah. at the grocery
1: store doesn't get what's going on. You're like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And you're like, okay. So that was my catalyst. <laughs> and the yeah. answer was, you need to go and talk to someone. Like yeah. you can talk to friends, you can talk to family, but you need to talk to this someone. Yeah. And that's what I did. And, and it was hard. I was so closed off. I was just like I don't know if this is gonna help me but deep down it was actually I don't know if I'm going to like the answer that's inside yeah I didn't want to do it yeah I didn't want to face it I didn't want to do the work to get Mm -hmm. to it I wanted to be ignorant I just wanted to deal with the surface level pain because that was already hard enough yeah and um and think well (laughs) I was lucky in a way that I didn't have to come to the the deep stuff and make the decision myself it turned out that two weeks later the decision was made for me and um so and and at that point it was confirmed Mm -hmm. so my ex-husband and I I was just like I was so ready to go into counseling and I haven't actually shared this out loud, but now feels like the time. Um, and I was really like, so I'd been to counseling and it kind of came to the point where I actually needed to make the decision. Am I going to stay? Am I going to go? I actually started putting all my wedding rings back on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the previous uh, wedding anniversary was our fifth um, Fifth year, he got me an eternity ring that finished off the wedding ring set. So it actually started wearing that again. And so I was fully prepared like the um next week to go back into counseling and say, mm-hmm. okay. I want help to stay. Yeah. So I want to work on things that will help me to stay. Because I was just like, actually. I've just got 16 more years, then she'll move out of home and then I can walk away from this.
0: But that's crazy when you think about it, to have that as a goal, to be like, oh, I'll just tough it out for 16 more years. Like you can have a couple of critters during that time, but it's just like, that's a, that's a long ass time to wait. It's a long time
1: to be unhappy. Yeah. And I made that decision and I thought it was the right decision for mm-hmm. my daughter. So in my head, I was like, okay, next week when I go in, um, this is what I'm going to say that I'm working on. So that's mm-hmm. that's the, so tip number two, we'll do tips all the way through. Tip yes. number two is always go into your counseling session with an intention.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you have to do pre-work, mm-hmm. which is today I want to work on this and look it could you could decide like the day before that's what you're going to work on and then five minutes before you walk through that office door it changes Mm -hmm. totally okay but set the intention with your counselor to begin with like at the start of the session when they say how is your week how's it been since I last saw you so what's going on for you that's when you know to say this is what's going on for me and this is what I want to work on that's an open door yeah that's your moment too yeah, so that's what I'd prepared for, and anyway, that night, um, I couldn't get my child to bed, so I uh, have a personal, uh, difficult relationship with Christianity, and if it's for you, I will totally support you, so I still go to friends, and yeah. um, baptisms, mm-hmm. and weddings, and things, in churches like that, you know, if they ask me to be there to support them in a church, um, or a religious ceremony, mm-hmm. or, you know, even a church service, I will still mm-hmm. go and do that. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Um and I am a, like I am so a spiritual person. Um and I found I found Christianity quite difficult. And so what would happen in our bedtime routine is that he would eventually come home from work. He would always be late for dinner. And then because he hadn't been around all day, he would put the child to bed like so that because I was like it's so important have of your moment to have time yeah. together like I really wanted to enforce that like people would say like oh you've got the night off is he babysitting no he's parenting yeah <laughs> you know so this was part of it like this is you know and then I would get my downtime because I'd either been from work to child mm-hmm. or child all day um and then that would be my downtime it was also when I went really into myself because of course remember mm-hmm. this is a difficult marriage yeah. is going on and I, this is now when I would with, start my withdrawal period from mm-hmm. everything for the day and I was just like no I need to start putting her to bed in case something happens I need her to be familiar with me putting her to bed yeah so I went up to do that and she was like mum you need to say bedtime prayers and I was like and she is two and a half and she's communicating this to me. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? I'm Excuse you? <laughs> and she wouldn't, and like, this is two, a two and a half year old. Yeah. <laughs> I was not going to win this battle unless I did it. And I couldn't, I could not do it for her. So he'd been going back to church for the previous six weeks or something. Because mm-hmm. he was like, well, this is going to help myself. Yeah. Um, and what I didn't know is he'd been doing this. Now we'd agreed to raise her um not is it agnostic? Yeah, agnostic. So and then when she was old enough to make that decision, she gets to decide. She she gets to decide. So she would be exposed to things, but she gets to decide. So he had done this without telling me. So I was furious. Yeah, I would be absolutely furious. So he had to go up, do her bedtime, and came down. And then we sort of started talking about this and um my back is straight up I'm a bit fired up it really crossed a boundary for Mm -hmm. me and then we got talking and so I found stuff on his phone I just thought it was random pictures uh but turns out it was uh a personal photo shall we say Mm -hmm. and so when I found that on the on his phone, I thought, oh, he just downloaded it. That's what yeah. that's what I understood from him was he yeah. just downloaded it. And then he was like, Oh, actually, no, I took that photo of that person, and my words in that moment were get the fuck out of my house.
0: I was about to say that, like your words, and I was like, I'll get the fuck out. Like get out get out there's
1: jesus yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and the response was how long for the answer get the fuck out yeah oh hell yeah and and that was that that is the moment i haven't shared that publicly um and you know the rest of my story is like on my um posts and things like that um if you're on my mailing list um i would have mentioned it in there um I've never really shared the catalyst and that's what it was my work even in those few sessions that I'd had with my counselor Mm -hmm. I it was about what what are your values like what are my values and from that moment that catalyst I realized I hadn't been living my values they weren't aligned my mental health suffered because of it because I wasn't mm-hmm. living my purpose. So for some people, it's totally a medical, physical, chemical reaction that you have depression or anxiety, and the way to fix that is medication. It is good yeah. eating. It is good exercise. So uh, tip number three: take the medication. Take yeah. it. Yeah, just help, you know. Yeah, just take it. Um, and so, but for me, my and I've noticed this looking back through the years has always been when I've not been aligned with my values mm-hmm. I've not been living them when I've put them to the side where I've prioritized something else and at that point everything lined up and just smashed out it mm-hmm. was an explosion and then and then so the next day you know put do all other things um then the following week, when I had time <laughs> to go back to my counselor, I said I was prepared to come into you and say I want help to make it work. Yeah. What I'm now coming to do to say is I've ended it and I need help to get through this. Yeah, to so move so forward. I went from like weekly sessions to fortnightly sessions to monthly sessions to um to now even if I don't need yeah like, don't need it. I will still check in with my counselor like if it's been sort of like I try not to leave it more than six months yeah but I will still check in with her and then if something comes up again I'm just like right let's go back to fortnight least for a while
0: yeah and that I feel that's the best way to go as well because you don't want it like because you, when you get to the point that you have to do this like every like multiple times a week or like you're in crisis mode you never want to get there you always want to learn the patterns so that you're able to prepare yourself and you're able to kind of um, de-escalate the situation or find tips and tricks and help and whatever you can to kind of realign whatever you're doing and this is why also I freaking love what you're doing because it is exactly what you were struggling with. It's just like kind of forgetting about yourself and putting everything else on the list above it. Like it's okay to have priority and want your child to be like the best ever and have the best conditions. But at the end of the day, if you can't be your best version that day, your child is not gonna have the best experience ever. And sometimes it's like a, a hard realization that you need to take time for yourself. You need to be there for yourself. And it's just like you being able to help women see their priorities and help, not just women, like anyone just to see that you're allowed to want things you are allowed as a human being to have desires to have preferences and to embody and live those things out rather than repressing them and pushing it down until it's like boiling point and it just explodes and now it's crisis mode and an anxiety festival and then it's really fucking hard to put it back in the bottle it's really really hard to just put it back um but yeah, so it's just like it's such a full circle moment to to hear that, and I'm so grateful that you felt safe to share this um, this story and this little snippet of your life and the the part that were not so fun to live through, and kind of um, may the rest be what it is today. Um, but I think it's so so brave of you and also so useful for so many people listening to this to see that they're not alone. Like you're going through a hard time and there's a breaking point, but sometimes that breaking point can seem like the end of the world in that moment. But looking back a couple of years later, it's actually day one of the rest of your life. And to seeing that it's like incredible and seeing the work you get to do with these people, like it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And I, and it's, those moments and I love when we have those conversations as well because it always comes back to you becoming the person that you wish you had back then so just imagine if you had the habit of having someone in your back pocket like a coach or counselor whatever you want Um, that you could reach out and just dish out. You know, you have your girlfriends that are there, they're just going to talk out and they're going to agree with whatever you say. And they're not going to, but that's their job. Their job is just to love you unconditionally and just agree with everything you say. But it's, it's good to have someone like a counselor or a coach that's trained um, to kind of push your, not push your buttons, but kind of, you know, when you see a little boo-boo, a little bruise and push on it and learn like, learn. Yeah. Just go like this hurt. Does this hurt? And you just poke on it a little bit harder, but that's how you learn that there's actually hurt there. Like that, that there's a hurting thing and we need to heal that rather than, oh no, everything's good. Everything's perfect. Just throw a pretty dress on top of it and out of the outdoor you are, but it's just learning exact little lipstick. You get to go. But no, I freaking love that. So how do you think like all of this influence what you're doing nowadays? Like your job, you have your full-time job, but also your your business, like as a business owner, how does all of this influence you?
1: Gosh, Uh, probably in every aspect in that because I know my value and because I believe it a hundred percent, I feel unstoppable, and I'm not arrogant. Mm -hmm. Like, say what you want, but I am a formidable force. Yeah. Um, So, like, so in the initial, you know, working everything out period. And this is what I tell my clients who've gone through the same thing: like, it is going to be shit, but hard. You are actually going to have to put your grief and emotions on the back burner because there's work to be done, and then. You can grieve because you want to set yourself up in the best way possible to go forward. And unfortunately, some things need to go on hold because you're Mm -hmm. still going to run the household. You've likely to got kids. You still have to go to work to bring money in. Plus you're going through, you know, lawyers and any other parenting courses as well. And I'm just like, I know it sucks and this is going to be hard. I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to put, you know, this stuff just to decide just have it in your counseling sessions or when you talk with someone because there's like this is the critical point we need to set you up and we need to get ahead of the game and set you up fast because men don't have any of those responsibilities so they have that time to get themselves organized so that was my focus with my counselor was mm-hmm. um keeping my strength up really um yeah I knew it was going to be a marathon so I ticked off all the things that I had to do about parenting. Um, I was in contact with my lawyer, and you know, did everything that she told me to. I didn't, you know, and I leaned heavily on my mum. I leaned heavily on um, my counsellor, and by doing that, I was I got a parenting agreement within a couple of months. Um, so child arrangements. Yeah. Um, I got child support set up. I bought my ex-husband out of his out of his share of the house mm-hmm. within four months. And within six months, I looked up at the mirror and I'd found myself again. Comments from my friends were you're flourishing. My response from like, oh yeah, if you know, just just, just turn the switch off, you mm-hmm. know, if something happens to me, just flick that plug to. I'm living the life I was always meant to have lived so it was still hard Mm -hmm. all of Of that was still hard but I was still living the life I was meant to have lived Mm -hmm. and so through that it's just you know practice and trial and error and more therapy and more talking and more working on me and more building up my own confidence and doing new things so that's probably the easiest way to build your confidence up it's like if someone invites you to outdoor yoga and you've have never done yoga before or you've never done mm-hmm. outdoor yoga before and it's just you know it's in the park it's a nice morning just say yes to that mm-hmm. and there you go you've done something to help your confidence and the more you keep doing that and this is also what I tell my clients your brain starts to get used to this new feeling and it becomes mm-hmm. addicted to it and that's how you find your confidence and that's how it keeps growing because your brain wants more of it and it's it's like how you tell all of us like celebrate the wins yes and and the brain gets this like rush from every time you celebrate the wins and so because it brains are freaking addictive and because Mm -hmm. it loves the rush of the celebration of your wins it looks for more ways to have those ones. Yeah. So it looks for more ways to have that confidence. It looks for more ways to want to get up early in the morning. It looks for more ways to want to go to the gym every day. So your brain will work on that. And and that's what started happening to me. I was just like, you know, I'm. I, it's just me now. I've, I've got to do all these things for myself. How do I do it? And, and it just really came through making simple decisions consistently mm-hmm. that went too far out of my comfort zone but saying yes to opportunities mm-hmm. and then from there it gave me new strength and a new level up and we fast forward to the, uh, well 12 months ago actually and I got in kind of sorted all my shit out I was in a pretty good place with everything and I just knew that there was something more for me Mm-hmm. Like I was stagnant and living my life's purpose. I'd kind of done it up to like you know chapter five in my life, but I didn't know what the life purpose was in chapter six. Mm-hmm. And and then that's when you came into my life.
0: Woo-hoo. <laughs> the weirdo just popped up, be like, "What up, bitch? Do you want more? I can give you more." <laughs> that's basically what happened because I remember the first thing we did together you signed up for uh the vision board thingy or the prepping for the new year so it's all about like envisioning what you want for your next level how do you want to do this and how you want to like and dream big and allow yourself to dream big which is part of the things you were working on already to just allow yourself to want more and desire more and to go and get the fucking thing you want more um And I remember we did that and then we ended up working together uh, for the mastermind and now we're working together privately, but like, I feel that every, like, three to six months, you message me and you're like, Lola, I've already ticked everything on my vision board. I need to like, (laughs) I need to expand it. I need to do something more. Like it's a recurrent thing that, but it's so funny because we started with a vision board. Like we started with you having your vision wanting more for yourself, wanting all the things and you do it and you're like, Oh my God, when I get this in a year, it's going to be amazing. Three months later, you're like, uh, I've already almost did all the things. (laughs) And I fucking love that. (laughs)
1: I had to go and like so it's it like it's, it's stuck on my wall and I was yeah. just like rather than get cutting out pretty pictures and mm-hmm. some things I just grabbed a pen instead of writing yeah
0: do a messy do messy there's no there's no reason unless it brings you joy there's no reason to make things like super preppy and stuff like i'm the crazy bitch like i every time i start journaling i always have to have a nice little header it takes me like half an hour just to do the thing but it gets it prepares me to get creative if you're just like nah i just want to get the shit done just get a poster and write shit on it and that's your vision board like you don't have to spend like 3 hours on pinterest looking for the perfect pictures and uh, again if you guys don't know vision boards get on it it's life fucking changing like I remember I used to make I and I'm ashamed of this but when I was a kid I found my mom's vision board and I made kind of I was like what kind of fucking witchy shit you, you, you're into but I was young I was like a teenager or something like that. you know when everything's weird to you and everyone's not cool because you're the coolest at 15 anyway and like throwbacks to like not throwback but flashboard in the future and now I'm teaching people how to do vision boards and I do vision boards like parties and I like just all the things and I do it myself all the time and I see the amazing results from it and I'm just like okay this should actually work but it's a little bit like you were saying earlier with like when you celebrate your wins it pushes your brain and your subconscious to want more and more because it feels good. Well, it's the same thing. If you see an image again and again and again and again, well, your your subconscious be like, oh, this is a thing we're working towards, right? And it just try. It makes tiny little decisions because again, your subconscious takes most of the decisions you do every day. You're just not aware of it and it runs out of patterns. So it's like pre-made patterns that are in your brain. So you can't really know what the patterns are. You can just see the results and you can try to program it in different ways but you can't know what's going on so a great way to program it to have to, to go towards something specific that you want is vision board and it's the most fun thing ever to do it's just it's so much fun if you don't know how just fucking message me message linda message anyone who knows vision board it's gonna be it's it's, it's, the, it's the tits guys it's the best <laughs> but yeah i love how we started all our relationship with like over vision board And then because you did the activity and you put in the work, um, I, you got Voxer access to me, voice messaging. And then we started talking and you're like, I got to have this bitch in my life. And then you hired me and the rest is history. Within like three weeks of her first call, you got your first client, which I was fucking blown away by. I'm like, she's, she met, she's like, she's getting this thing. She's, she, she's going out there and she's going to get the fucking thing. Because that bitch is just you're you were so determined, you still are. And this is part of the things like I just love working with you because it's always like that. You're like, okay, what next now? Like you get to a level and you're 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 you just got there. Like you didn't take the time to take a breath on that fucking last step. You're like, okay, where's the next one? I'm like, okay, well, we'll celebrate, do a little happy dance, and then we'll jump to the next one. But it's always so much fun to do all of this. But yeah. I love this. I love I love interview podcasts. I gotta have you on the podcast more often because this is a this is so much fun. And um, but yeah, so tell the good people. Do you have last like last little advice for people if people are struggling? The people are struggling with finding themselves and kind of reconnecting with the fact that they have their own values and they have the right to live out to these values? Like, what would be your final tip to kind of start the process
1: into rediscovering themselves? Answer the lottery question. Yeah. So yeah. So honestly, that's the place to start. You know, it's if I won the lottery, what would I do? Mm-hmm. What would I be doing for myself? What would I be doing for my family? And then go, well, who said I can't do that right now? So that's your two yeah. questions. What would I do if I win the lottery? And who said I can't do it right now? Because you can. Yes. You don't need the lotto ticket. Mm. You know, you just you just need to know what you want. And that is to, to know your dreams because obviously if you win the, the lottery big time, um your you know your privilege opens up,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: your possibilities are endless because you're not, you know, wanting anymore. You have it all. You can just walk out and just and just get it. And so I say look at it that way. And I um did a little challenge on my stories the other day, Mm -hmm. which was, you know, if you won the lottery, what would it be? Yeah. So and then it's just challenging yourself to say, well, why can't you have it now? Is it the dream? Okay. So what do you need to do to get the dream house? You need to make more money. What can you do to make more money? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love doing this. Can I make it into a side hustle? Hell yeah, you can. So, um, you know, like I've had, so the client that I got within my first client, the Mm -hmm. three-week client, she applied for a job in COVID and got it.
0: Yeah, that's fucking incredible. Um, Like your client's results are fucking
1: amazing. Like I just had a phone call this morning so um, like I so I've done a lot of like universe and mindset work on um, being safe and secure in the universe and that the universe will always provide and and knows my desires and wants me to have them and so before coming on here I was like all right I need to lift up my vibrations and so I went to put some music on Spotify to so open up my phone and then I get a phone call from a client and while I work with women, he's my only male client and he <laughs> is killing it. We had a session, like during COVID, he's making all these sales. He is serving his clients. He is not having to lower his prices. They're still coming to him. Um, he's got his own branding. People know who he is. His name is getting out there and he's just fucking nailing it. And I just love like, you know, getting these fun calls of breakthroughs and, you know, um, one that really startled me was like, um, you made me cry. And it's like, "Why? why? no, no, I don't want to make you cry. Good cry, bad Something cry. And it's like, <laughs> I had this amazing breakthrough and this happened and it just sunk in and I've got it now and it makes sense and I can let this go. And I'm just like, my mind is blowing. You yes. did this yourself. You know, a coach isn't meant to do the work for you. A coach is there to cheerlead you on and mm-hmm. challenge you yeah yeah so um yeah answer the lottery question and then answer why you can't have it right now like yeah. have it? i'll take names let me get their eyes for you like yeah you get to decide out. we're giving
0: you today linda and i are giving you today um you get to decide you you now have permission to decide for yourself and you now have the permission to decide that um your life is unlimited. Like whatever you want in your life for yourself is unlimited. Like no more dreaming small than like, uh, oh, if I could make like a thousand dollars more per month, like nah, bitch. if you want to be a millionaire, just say you want to be a millionaire and go for the big things. Like you get to dream big. So you have our permissions today to just get out there and dream big because that's, that's how you get it. If you don't think it can happen, it's never going to fucking happen. It starts all in your brains, all between your two
1: ears. That's when the magic, that's where the magic starts. Yeah, and, and it's your, 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 if you don't believe in a uh, mindset or you're not actually sure what it looks like, that's what it looks like. Yeah. That's what mindset looks like. You're changing your, uh, what you've been told about something yeah. to be on your truth. Because I want you
0: to like, and this is a thing that for me, when I started starting mindset, um, was like mind blowing is that I realized there's like a bajillions of tiny little rules that I thought were like a thing. And then when I start thinking, be like, wait, is that an actual rule? Or if it's just something like either society or my parents or my friends or myself um, decided that was a rule. And the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. Like, those are not actual rules. Like, those are just like. Those are not real things. It's not in the law that you have a cap on the amount of money you're allowed to make. It's not in a law that you need to work X amount of hours a day to be able to be successful. There's not a law that says that you can't want too many things because otherwise you're greedy and it takes away from other people. Wanting more for yourself doesn't mean you're taking away from people. Again, let that sink in your brain wanting more for your own damn self doesn't mean you're taken away from anybody else and that's a true thing there's not again there's not a rule that says there's only this amount of resources um yeah there there is because we're on planet earth but i just mean like as like there's not a limited amount of one specific product and if you take it someone else is not gonna have it like you're good it's toil- toilet paper is back on stock for covid like it's it's good. You get to dream about having all the things. <laughs> that was crazy. I still don't get it. Why people would go crazy with toilet paper. If you know,
1: send me a message. I'm very curious. Um, oh, and just like another thing. Like, if you do not need to eat gluten-free products, leave them alone for the people <laughs> who can only eat gluten-free products. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Is it like somebody who, um, you know, can i have celiac disease i can only eat gluten-free food all the gluten products ran out um and, and so they cool. started on the gluten-free products gluten-free products taste like shit <laughs> don't buy them leave <laughs> them for the people who just got the acquired taste for them like make, make your own start
0: baking do the, the i don't know do the do yeah the, and leave the thing. gluten-free
1: flour you'll yes suck it up and you'll waste it you may as well give it to us for you know what we're doing <laughs>
0: can you tell i'm
1: very passionate about this topic yes Yes, i can tell
0: (laughs) awesome so where what are you i touched on a little bit earlier but what are you launching right now if people want to hear more from you um where they can reach out to you and if they heard your story and they're like oh my god i need this in my life i need to i need this transformation um what do you have for them
1: I have uh, my 90-day transformation group coaching program. Hell yeah. So as we are speaking, I've already got people interested. So I've only got three spots left for a total of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to be working through um, myth-busting, you know, the stories that we've been told that actually aren't that true. Um, we're going to be working on what are your desires? What is it that you actually want to do? Like have mm-hmm. a purpose-filled life like you can still be mum you can still be wife you can still be employee but you can do it in a purpose-driven way and, mm. and that's what I want for everyone is to be living a joyous life because we all deserve to be happy bottom line and when we're yeah. happy people around us are happy the people um around us are feeling more loved and supported because we're filled up to pour out um, so that's what i'm doing at the moment you can find me on instagram so linda the rising woman's coach um, you can also find i have a website the um, and just a place to connect as well just slide into my dms answer yeah. my polls. Um, don't be shy if you if don't be shy like if you want me to like if you want to reach out to me but you don't know how I'm just just like flick an emoji like a random emoji on any one of my posts I will see it and I'll be like hmm that's somebody reaching out and then you know and then I will come to you um because you've already taken that first step and that is so hard Mm -hmm. to invest in yourself but you know for me to go from the serious imposter like I was just like no I can't do any of this like why would I be able to do any of this like nah to new job coaching um like coaching in covid like covid was probably my best months in lockdown yeah um to now group coaching for Mm -hmm. people the client wins and the client successes and this is how my legacy is and i want to pull other women up the ladder so Mm -hmm. that they can have their legacy too
0: Yeah. And I think that's the most awesome like thing from that group coaching program is because it's not just like business or it's not just like mindset. It's just like if you're a person right now who's struggling to see the light on the other side, if you're struggling to just be able to see for yourself that there's something better, that you feel like this is too hard and you can't really see yourself they just struggling that fucking much, and you feel trapped and you feel just stuck in your own damn life. There's a way on the other side, and this is why I think this program is so fucking amazing. So if you're in that situation, go out and reach out to Linda. Um, because she's your girl. This program is truly fucking amazing. And uh, she's gonna blow your mind in 90 days, and that's the crazy part. Like in 90 days, you can have an impact. In night like in 90 days from now, you could be a different person who's Thriving instead of sur- surviving. So get out of there and know the first step is the hardest, but st- start now, start today, mm-hmm. because it's it's gonna take time. That's for sure. We're not gonna fucking lie to you. It's gonna take time. So might might as well start today, so that it happens sooner than waiting and waiting and waiting until you can't wait anymore and there's something that crashes and burns, and then you're forced into it. So take the decision. Be the fucking hero of your story and get out there and do the changes. Reach out to Linda and change your motherfucking lives. So thank you so much, girl, for doing this. I This was so much fun. And we got to do this again on different subjects and
1: different stuff. Like, awesome. this, was, this was awesome. Because this is also mean. So I didn't tell you this as part of my vision board. But it was to be on a podcast with Lola. <gasps> tick yes. tick, tick, tick 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 we made it I all fucking to, happen yeah I get to date so I also date my ticks. that's really important date your tics yeah so I date them and take them and so like it's the 17th here yeah, it's Saturday for me so um yeah in the future for you yes Tick it off it's a good day oh I'm so excited that's so awesome Woo!
0: yay so thank you so much girl for doing this it was so much fun And again. Anyone you need help, you're struggling, you don't know where to go, fucking go see Linda. She's your she's your girl. She's the tits. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It was a long one, but a good one. And I hope you guys are doing well. And I will see you guys pretty damn soon. Bye.